Episode 11 of the Stoic Leadership Podcast. Being clueless about things that don't matter. I'll say it again. Being clueless about things that don't matter. I'm Stephen DiPietro. In colloquial language, to be clueless is to be ignorant, stupid, and have no idea about things. In colloquial language also, it means that you're just, you're vacuous space. You've just useless. You have absolutely, you're ignorant, stupid, have no idea, but you're actually of no use whatsoever. But to be clueless about things that don't matter is to be stoic. It means I shouldn't engage in topics that don't matter, that, that are completely outside of my control. Ignorance is not an ill. Being content is not the same as being happy. To be content is to be at peace and to be in tranquility. These are the goals of Stoicism. So I'll say that again. Ignorance is not an ill, and to be content is not the same as being happy. You can be content but not outwardly happy. You don't need to be happy as a precondition of being content. Now also, to be content is to be at peace and tranquility. So this is what we strive for this feeling of contentness. So being clueless about things that don't matter leads to tranquility because I'll be less worried and distracted by frivolities and uncontrollable events. I won't be worrying about what the Joneses are doing. I won't be worrying about the latest fashion what that people are wearing. I won't be worrying about these externalities which are completely uncontrollable. However, being intentionally clueless comes at a price. My ever-increasing stoicism has led to indifference and it's seen as arrogance. Now, I can't help that, but I'm increasingly disconnected from trivia and gossip, but I'm more engaged with the intellectual and conversations that matter to me. Now, that might sound selfish, but, well, not but, but and... Although I'm calm on the inside, I appear to be disconnected at one extreme and then very, very connected on the other. To others, it seems like I'm living in extremes, but this isn't the case. I'm actually only living in one part of that spectrum, that of connection. I'm actually not even living in that space of clueless disconnection. In my own mind, I completely disconnect with conversations that don't matter, and it's happening more and more. In fact, I've noticed this of my father. He's still alive. He's 82. He completely disconnects from conversations. Sure, he doesn't always have his, his hearing, hearing aid in, but he disconnects even when he's listening. It just doesn't matter to him. And sometimes I'll ask him, I'll say, Dad, like, what do you think? He says, it doesn't matter. And I never really understood it, but I'm starting to understand it more. Because when he speaks, he speaks like Yoda. When he speaks, everyone listens. And when he speaks, it matters. I'm going to, at the end of this, give you a quote from Epictetus, which sums this up beautifully. I now think I know what Epictetus was talking about in this quote. So sure, I smile and nod, but my my silence in these conversations is palpable because I'm a very gregarious person and I do love to talk. To me, I'm just chilling out and waiting for this conversation to end. To others, I appear to be rude. Now, this is also happening at home. When the talk turns to gossip, I disconnect. 
Just the other night, I had a conversation with my son and his girlfriend and a few others around the table about, and we were talking about the newest philosophies in teaching. The book in question is called Range by David Epstein. It's a fantastic book. I'm more than halfway through it and through my excitement and wanting to delve deeper into the understanding of the book, I, I, I opened that conversation up. My, my son's girlfriend also happens to be a philosophy major at university and she's in teaching. So it was the perfect person to talk to about it. Now, it's one of those books that makes you challenge what you otherwise believe to be true. These are the things that engage me and talking about those thoughts help me to become a better person. It gives me more tools to lead a rational, conscious life. Now, I must thank stoic Ryan, Ryan Holiday for the tip. It was in his reading lists. But some people in the conversation switched off and they even left the table. I just think it was too much for them. Now, the challenge is to find environments for me where I can let my thoughts free will and go further. Sometimes my enthusiasm to have that conversation because it's one of the few conversations that these days engages me, that enthusiasm is just too much for people. So here's the quote from Epictetus, which I'll leave you with. And it sums it up beautifully. Let silence be your goal for most the part. Say only what is necessary and be brief about it. On the rare occasions when you're called upon to speak, then speak, but never about banalities like gladiators, horses, sport, food and drink commonplace stuff. Above all, don't gossip about people praising, blaming or comparing them, Epictetus. I'll just read it out quickly again. Let silence be your goal for, mo for the most part. Say only what is necessary and be brief about it. On rare occasions when you're called upon to speak, then speak, but never about banalities like gladiators, horses, sports, food and drink, commonplace stuff. Above all, don't gossip about people praising, blaming, or comparing them, Epictetus. Now, when I go back to my father, that, that, that's the story that's in my head. That is what he does. He doesn't, he's never studied Stoicism that I know of, but he is practicing exactly that. And I'm doing it, a, I've actually fallen into it myself. And through my readings, in Stoicism and the diarising, which this is, it's basically a diary entry, I'm getting more and more connected and I'm starting to understand what that golden paragraph means. Thanks again for listening in to my diary notes. I'm Stephen DiPietro and thanks for tuning in.